Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to the weekly episode of the Money with Clay podcast. And I want to, as you see, I'm sure by the title of this, just talk about being scared, being fearful, and that you know what? It's okay. It's okay if you're scared right now. It's okay if you're panicking and you know getting caught up in all the hysteria that's flying around with the, with the virus, as I guess we can just call it from here on out. But I want to just kind of hopefully, if I can bring any sort of calm, any sort of perspective to you, then this is time well spent on my part, and I will consider this a great victory. And it is a situation where, I mean, at the core, you are human. You are a human being. You sh- you should be scared. It's okay to be scared. Let me put it this way: if you are not scared, then I'm gonna have to recommend you head to some sort of mental health perspect or uh, professional because something's just not quite right if you're not actually scared. So why do I say you should be scared? Everybody should be scared. Everybody should be a little panicked. Everybody should be a little worried. Everybody should be insert blank of some sort of unknown, right? An emotion that comes from the unknown, an emotion that comes from the what if, and then all of a sudden, you know, you take the what if and you go down pathways that again, you should go down. It is wise to go down the pathways that you go down with the what if. What do I mean by all of this? Just to set up context. Well, let's say you're walking through the woods. You're walking through the woods and all of a sudden you hear something rustle in the bushes. You then, what would you normally do? Especially if it catches you off guard. You're gonna, you're gonna quick snap. You're probably gonna feel some sort of uh, you know, nervousness. You're gonna feel something in your body that says, oh, whoa, what was that? And you're gonna look over at the bush. Now at this point, You've done what you should do. You have done the, well, what is wired into our brains as human beings. Look at it like this. Let's say that the rustle or that the rustle in the bushes was just a little lamb. So let's say that, so in other words, there's no, there's no, there's nothing there to panic about. It's nothing to be scared of. So let's just say that you're walking through the woods, that lamb rustles in the bushes, but for whatever reason, you, you just, you hear it, but you don't. You just keep on walking. You don't go, oh, what was that? You just keep on walking. Okay, well, in this situation, you'll be okay, right? Because it was just a lamb, um, and even though you didn't pay attention to it, even though you heard it, it's still just a lamb, so you're gonna be perfectly fine. On the flip side of things, though, let's say that rustle in the bushes is a lion, is insert blank of some sort of animal, a grizzly bear, right? Something that could very well rip you to pieces. But again, you're walking through the woods, you hear the rustle, but you're like, nah, and, and, you, and you don't think anything of it, and you keep on walking. But if it is the line, if it is the grizzly bear, guess what? You're dead. See you later. That's not good. In other words, the human emotion, the human tendency is you better be, oh, what was that? What do we actually call that? We call that risk management. That is what you're doing at the core. You are managing risk. You have identified something that is unknown. You've identified something that, whoa, 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 what's going on here? And now you're all of a sudden managing risk. You are going through a, a, a situation where you got to figure out what exactly is going on. I'm nervous right now. I'm scared. Hence the, oh, what was that? And that's good. You need to be scared. You should be scared as a human being in that situation because that's going to set you into risk management mode and you're going to be ready. Because if it is the lamb, well, eh, oh, well, it's the lamb. At least I was ready. But if it is the lion or the grizzly bear and you have a spear 
or some sort of you know gun or whatever, at least you're gonna have a much better chance to manage risk in the sense of protecting yourself, right? But the person who feels no fear, who feels no nervousness, who feels nothing, they're dead. Because, well, if it is that lion, they're getting ripped to shreds. So what is my point here being? Well, there is, there is, there is currently a rustle in the bushes known as, well, the stock market is crashing, the economy, I mean, you turn on the news, it's always dire, pre- I mean, it's just, there is a lot of rustling in the bushes. So as a human being, you better be scared. You better be in risk management mode. That doesn't make you uh, stupid. That doesn't make you a moron. That doesn't make you a drama queen. No, that makes you a human being that is behaving the way you should. You are managing risk. And going back to the whole what if, I mean, you're playing the what if game. But what is the wise way to play what if? Should you play the what if game with what if and then you insert some sort of super positive scenario? No, that, 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 that's no good. Right, if, if you're walking through the woods again and the, and, the, and the bushes rustle and you say, eh, well, what if that's a lamb? I mean, what's that gonna cause you to do? Nothing, because you're just assuming best case, right? That would not be very wise to assume a best case. Well, what if it's a lamb? Okay, well, I don't care, I'm just gonna keep on walking. But if you assume, as you should, what if that is a lion? What if that is a grizzly bear? What is that gonna force you to all of a sudden do? Go into risk management mode. Or in other words, as human beings, it is our tendency to assume worst case, to go down the pathways, to play the what if game in a very negative, negative, and in many cases, drastic way. And this is why emotions, this is why things get a little sticky out there, especially during economic times like this. Because yes, as humans, you should be doing that. You should be going into risk management mode. You should be inserting in some negative situations for the what if, but what you need to be very, very careful of is that you don't go too far off the what if. You know, when you're playing that game, stay on the board. Don't go way off the board. Don't insert some sort of what if that on the surface, okay, yeah, you can say it, and I, okay, yeah, I, that could happen, but make sure you actually think things through a little bit. And in this current situation, the what if that people are tempted by is, what if the stock market just go, I mean, what happens if it keeps crashing? Okay, that's true on the surface. It could quote unquote keep crashing, but let, let's peel that back a little bit more. Keep crashing in regards to what? Keep crashing in terms of never going back up or keep crashing in terms, well, it's gonna crash more, but yeah, it'll eventually go back up. So, you, I mean, I get it to just say, to play the what if, well, well what if the stock market keeps crashing? Okay, okay that's good. You're, you're assuming that it's a line, you're assuming a, a bad situation, but let, let's not let that carry too far into just making broad general, generalized statements. Now, maybe if you're saying, well, it's gonna keep crashing. What do you mean keep crashing? No, I, I literally mean it's gonna keep crashing, as in like never coming back up. Yeah, literally keep crashing like going down to zero. Like the stock market, the economy, I mean, it, it's going. the stock market is going to zero. Okay, well, and if you think that, okay, I, hopefully I can help you think through this and, and we'll see if, if maybe you're going a little too drastic with the what if game, with the risk management game. But the stock market is made up of companies. These companies are, are, are very real companies. Apple, I mean, that, that phone that you odds are have, that, that is a literal physical company. They, they make physical products. Have you ever traveled anywhere? You go on an airplane. That is a, a literal company that has stock in the stock market. I mean, that, that, that plane, right? That's not like a figment of your imagination. You are on a physical object. That, 
uh, you know, that burger you eat at McDonald's, that is a company that helps make up the stock market. So and when you say that, well, it's going to keep on crashing and the stock market's going to zero, you are implying that all those companies are now just worthless. That all those companies, because the stock market as a whole is a combination of the many different companies spread across the world. I mean, I just think, think of companies, Verizon Wireless, Coca-Cola, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Twitter. Think about your utility companies. Where do you get your water from? Where do you get your electricity from? Where do you get you know your natural gas from? Those are all companies. And if all those companies as a whole, if the stock market goes to zero, that means all those companies are worthless. So I mean, think about it. What would it take for companies to be worthless? That would basically mean that the economy has completely collapsed, absolutely collapsed, and there is no America anymore. There is no the United States. The economy is gone because all these companies are now worthless. And in order for these companies to be totally worthless, for the stock market to go to zero, the the, the economy is gone. The United States does not exist anymore. And at, in that situation, your money is gonna be worthless too. The only thing that matters, really the best currency at that point is guns, ammunition, and water. So a lot of people are saying, well, you know what? I think this thing is gonna keep on crashing and, and it might go to zero. So I'm gonna sell now and, and get some cash. Okay, that doesn't make any sense though. Under, the, under what game you're playing with yourself, that makes zero sense because even if you do, let's just say you sell right now and you put, and I'm, I'm just making this number up, let's say, you, you wow, you know, my, my portfolio was worth $200,000, now it's only $100,000 and I think this thing is just gonna keep on crashing. It's probably going to zero. So I, I, let me just at least conserve $100,000 right now. So you sell, you take money out. Well, let's say that you're right and it goes to zero. Whew, good thing I, good thing I sold and at least preserved $100,000. $100,000 of what? Paper money that is now belongs to an economy that doesn't exist, that it now belongs to a country that doesn't exist. I mean, that, that'll, the only good thing that those paper dollars will be good for is I guess you got a lot of toilet paper, which in, in, with the toilet paper shortages right now, I suppose there's some value in that, but it doesn't matter. Who cares that you have $100,000 if the stock market goes to zero? That just means your $100,000 is worthless. So do you see how it's a very flawed, it's a very nonsensical way to just bail out of things because you think the economy might just be collapsing or you think it's the end? If it's the end, what you should be doing is taking that $100,000 and right now going out there buying guns, bullets, and bottled water. That's what you should be doing if you truly think it's the end. So the question that you need to ask yourself is, do I really think that, well, let me take a step back. The question to ask yourself is, do I think that we're headed to a place where nobody's gonna want an iPhone, where nobody's gonna enjoy their Starbucks coffee, where nobody's gonna enjoy watching Netflix, where nobody's gonna enjoy uh, you know, Doritos, which I believe Pepsi makes, or some sort of snack that Coca-Cola makes, or just enjoys Coke in general, right? Drinking a nice pop, drinking a nice Pepsi. Do you think that that's where we're headed, where people are just gonna say, you know what? I don't wanna use electricity anymore. You know what? I, yeah, I, I'd rather go down and boil my own water. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to just turn on my faucet and get water, because that's what it would take for all of a sudden a water utility company to go kapoof. That's what it would take for an electric company to go kapoof. If people just stop using electricity, I think my person and I think it's logical. I could be wrong. Maybe the stock market is going to keep crashing and it's going to zero. But I believe 
that when this virus stuff goes away and it's going to go away, that people are still going to want an iPhone. People are still going to want to watch Netflix. People are still going to want to go to Disney World. People are still going to want Nike tennis shoes. People are still going to want insert blank of something that, well, people want, right? Now, whether or not they need, that's a whole other discussion, but something that people want. I personally think, and it's in my opinion, that people are still going to want all those things. So because people want all those things, are going to continue to want all those things, what does that mean for the companies themselves? Well, that means those companies are, are going to be able to, to, to make money. Now, yes, right now, companies are losing money because of all this that's going on. But in the big picture, I think people are still going to want those products, which means those companies are going to start to make money again, which means those stocks are not going to go to zero, which means the stock market is not going to go to zero. I could be wrong, like I said, but I mean, what, what do you think is a little bit more, what do you think is more likely to happen? That America is going to cease to exist now over this virus or that America is going to pull through? Historically speaking, and just taking the stats so far, America is going to pull through. Um, this, this may be the beginning of the end for America. Like I said, I very well could be wrong. United States, uh, uh, the US of A might be, might be collapsing and who knows, maybe we'll, we'll be taken over by another country here in the next year. But uh, to me, that sounds like a bad movie. So I, I'm going to stay calm. I'm not gonna sell out of my investments. In fact, I, I'm going to be buying investments because I think some people are fearful as they should for the reasoning that we already talked about it. It's a natural human instinct. It's how you should behave to survive. But you also, there's that gray, there's that gray territory where you don't want to venture too far into the fear category where you start making irrational decisions and pulling all your money out, selling everything because you think the markets are going to zero. That, that just doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. It makes, I mean, not even if it, the economy does go to zero because like I said, that means that those dollars, that currency that you have isn't worth anything anyhow. So that's really what it boils down to is if you believe United States is going away, is, is gonna cease to exist, then okay, I, 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 I suppose you better be selling and then you better be immediately before that currency is worthless, you better be taking that currency buying guns, bullets, and water. Or if you think, yeah, I, Clay, I think that's a little dramatic. I think that's a little too far on the fear spectrum. Then just hold tight. Maybe buy some more stuff, you know, put some money into the market. So that's what really needs to be focused on is do you really think that people's desire for products and services that we enjoy, you know, just a, you know, a couple months ago before all this happened? I mean, is that, I still love my iPhone. I still like watching, you know, TV. I still like watching movies. I, I mean, I still, I, I haven't changed at all. I still have the same exact wants that I did. I still would like to get in, you know, the newest and greatest big screen TV. I still love shopping around at Best Buy. I mean, do you, do you still enjoy all those things that you did previously to the virus showing up? If so, then once the virus is gone, you're going to go and start to buy. Do you like going out to eat? I love going out to eat. So, I mean, to think that everything is just going kapoof would imply that everybody all of a sudden has different wants and desires. Now, of course, you can have little smile. Maybe people are realizing right now, you know, family time is worth it. I, I, I guess I don't need to go and do that thing. So there, there might be little changes, but when you go and spend more family time together, maybe that means, so you know what? Playing all those board games, that was fun. So yeah, the little changes, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use, you know, do that with my money, but I, I think it may, we should go and buy a board game. Let, let's buy a couple board games. Well, guess what that does? That's still stimulating the economy. It's just stimulating a toy company, right? 
So I mean, to, to think that all of a sudden everybody's just now going forward, never gonna spend any money again, is just ridiculous. So don't let the fear take you too far off the other end. So you, you, you're not being dramatic. You're not being foolish. You're being wise to be scared. You're being wise to feel a little bit of panic. You're being wise because you're in, there's, a, there's a rustle in the bushes. You're managing risk right now. You are assessing the situation, but just don't assess the situation too drastically in one, in, in, you know, too far in one direction. That is where people get uh, in trouble. That is where people make very, very silly decisions when you're basing it strictly in worst case scenarios and your emotions are taking over. So don't allow yourself to go too far down the path. Be scared, that's fine, that's human, but don't be too scared and keep calm and just think, think, think things through in a rational manner. So hopefully this helped out, but yeah, get out there, remain calm, be scared, but remain calm in the same sense, think things through rationally. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating, that goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there and I, I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.